Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. As ever, I am Tom Poland, beaming out to you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Tyler Basu. Tyler, warm good day from down under, sir. Where are you hanging out? Hey, Tom. I'm just outside of Vancouver, Canada, so west coast of Canada. Oh, beautiful part of the world. In Vancouver, I remember you can, you can go swimming with the dolphins in the morning and be skiing in the afternoon. <laughs> Hey, you can go swimming with the killer whales or the seals, more likely. Oh, yeah. okay. I, 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 this is a marketing label, I know, but I think I'll steer clear of the killer whales. Yeah, yeah. Just a label. Folks, Tyler's got this really, really, really interesting thing that he does that obviously he's going to share with you during the interview. But as a backgrounder, and the reason I'm excited about it is that I've, you know, I'm known as the webinar guys, but we do that for marketing and we do a lot of value to be online courses. But Tyler's got this really effective method for taking responses to webinars just to a whole new level. So I'm really going to be all ears, Tyler. But as I said, for a background for everyone else, he's a customer education and marketing strategist. He specializes in helping online businesses, probably you and me, create effective online workshops to attract and retain more clients. Can't wait. Subject is officially how to use online workshops to attract and or retain more clients. Tyler, our seven minutes is going to start just as soon as I find the stupid app that's disappeared. <laughs> our seven minutes list is kick off now. Question number one, sir, who's your ideal client? So I work best with B2B software companies that generally have between a few hundred and a few thousand customers. I've worked with folks that sell like coaching consulting, training, courses, et cetera, as well. But the ones, it's the software businesses I find that are the most most likely to really be prioritizing like customer education and retention over a longer time frame. All right. They, they, they probably have more of a business development and you know mindset, if you like, or, you know, what can we do to establish a longer term, highly profitable business as opposed to people like me who by nature of the business or the personality, whatever, tend to have a shorter term time frame. But I just want to underline, folks, that whether you have a personal business, executive coaching business, corporate training business, or in software, you're going to get a lot of stuff from this. Really, really key to take your results to another level. And I, I don't, I don't have any sort of affiliate arrangement. There's no kickback or something going on here. <laughs> just as a professional webinar guy, I'm, yeah, I just, I can just smell how effective this is. That's why I'm a little bit excited. I'll try not to uh, to disappoint you. Definitely put me on a pedestal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, no pressure. A bit of a build up, but yeah, no, I, I can smell gold when I when I can. That's <laughs> around. Question number two is: What's the problem you solve? So the problem that I solve is helping other businesses create educational but implementation based online workshops that they can either use and bring it into their marketing and, and help to attract and acquire new clients, or they can use those to retain the customers that they've already got by more effectively supporting and training them. And that's usually the case for the folks that don't sell education and training, but need to give it to their customers or they're not going to get as great results or stick around as customers. For, right. For and as, as, a general, as a general rule, people tend to be either very good at marketing their online courses or have very long, like, good online courses. You know, very right. often the people that, are, that have very <laughs> yeah. good online courses yeah, yeah. are very good at marketing and vice versa. So this That's would help point. both of those personality types. Question three, four and three quarter minutes left. What would you say are a couple of the typical symptoms that people experience who actually need what you've got? What's going on in their business? Yeah, so a symptom that shows up in on the marketing side of things is that they're either generating leads that are not quite qualified or completely unqualified 
Mm. or they've built a list of leads using free content and free training and educational resources, but those leads have, have still not bought after weeks or months or sometimes even years. And so for those folks, an implementation-based workshop, especially one that you charge for to attend, can help qualify those leads and turn them into buyers without asking them to commit to your higher priced product or program just yet. And then for the folks that are using workshops to better support existing customers, the symptoms that they're they're experiencing are like high cancellation or churn rates among mm. their customers. Mm. Uh, and maybe their support team getting bogged down by questions that are just beyond the scope of a typical customer support rep. Okay. And so those that, that's how the, the symptoms show up. Terrific. Uh, from Folks, a customer support it, it would side really of be worth you replaying the answer to this question. I don't have time to repeat it all, but there's so much to unpack in there. And I know it's a short interview. So rewind and, and have a listen to that again and take notes. So question four, three and a quarter minutes left. What would you say are yep. a couple of the common mistakes that people who have these problems, you know, that they're not converting people that, from content to clients, for example. What would mm -hmm. you say they try that was just never going to work? Now, you've touched on it a bit because the folks who make really good courses, for example, usually have some sort of an educational background. Like they know how to teach effectively. Right. They, right. Don't, they know how to transfer information effectively. And so when a business is trying to put out educational content, they're not trying to be teachers per se, but so they need their educational content to contribute to the growth of their business in some way. Yep. And we can we can make the mistake of teaching too much and overwhelming people with too much information or cramming too much information uh -huh. into any specific right. presentation or workshop. Another mistake is not validating the demand for the topic to begin with, like check in with your existing customers or with your, mm. you know, mm. email list, for yeah. example, make yeah. sure there's interest in the topic before you commit to creating yeah. an entire workshop for Two them. Biggies. Yeah. 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 That's a, Two very common mistakes, too, folks. And uh, I know putting too much content in marketing presentations in particular is a, is a real killer of motivation for prospects. Question five, one uh, quick top tip you can give someone. It's not going to solve the whole problem, but it might take them a step in the right direction. Yeah, in fact, this is generally the first step that I have anybody do that is about to go down this road of creating a workshop is go engage the demand for your workshop. So if you've got an email list, if you've got a customer group or a private group, or like a Facebook group, for example, you can say, hey, I am thinking about creating a workshop on this topic. It'll help you with this particular outcome. Is that something you'd be interested in? And if you just fire off that email or post that on social media and you get some interest, now you've got a green light to do the rest of the work afterwards. But that'll save you from possibly doing the work when nobody would have been interested uh, in the first place. It might also flush out some prospects too. Yes, and true. Yes. You can do this on LinkedIn as well to your, to your connections. So one minute left, valuable free resource. Just for the sake of time, I'm going to tell people the URL. And if you can go quick, tell them what it is. It's uh, Sorry, what are they going to find there? It's Tyler Basu, so T-Y-L-E-R-B-A-S-U.com. Link will be down the bottom of the video. Or if you're listening to this uh, in audio, carry on with forward slash online dash workshop dash checklist. Real quick, what are they going to find there, Tyler? So that's essentially a spreadsheet with a list of all the tasks involved in planning a workshop campaign from like creating the content to creating all of the assets involved in promoting the workshop and filling the workshop and then hosting the, uh, the live I've, workshop. Folks, I've been there and I had a look at it and it's, it's, it's fabulous. It's free. It's comprehensive. 
and it'll just save you having things fall between the cracks when you're doing your planning. You'll be more efficient and more effective. So the link, as I said, under the video, or if you're listening to this in audio, pilotbasu.com forward slash online workshop checklist. Just put the hyphens in between the dashes in between online workshop checklist. And I, because I burble on so much, I've paused the clock, which I don't normally do because I know what the last bit is because we talked about this <laughs> sure. before. And I'm keen to give you a bit of air for that. So the question seven is the one question I should have asked you but didn't. So what is that question, Tyler, and what's the answer? Let's let's run it up for 60 seconds. Yeah, so a big question would be how are workshops different from webinars? And I know you've got tremendous resources uh, when it comes to webinars. Webinars, as I define them, are generally educational in nature. You're providing a, a more of a high-level overview of a particular process or your way of doing things followed by a call to action or an offer of some kind at the end of the webinar. That's the typical webinar format. With a workshop, we want somebody to get something done. So we're not typically covering a big topic at a high level. What we're doing is we're honing in on a specific challenge or obstacle that might stop somebody from getting the an outcome they want. And then we help them work through that specific obstacle in a workshop style format. And so in that way, a workshop can actually prepare somebody for working with you or make them more likely to succeed as your customer because you're removing something that would make it difficult for them to get a result. And it increases engagement phenomenally because instead of sitting there while you're running your webinar and they're checking Facebook or clearing emails, they're actually involved in the work and they get to take some value back with them, which increases the value of your brand and their brain until they're ready to buy. Perfect. Yeah. Tyler, thank you so much for your time. No problem. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.